1: passionate about what we're doing. We love what we do because of our own experiences in life and myself and Michael have known each other for a good seven years and we've had many conversations about relationships and hence why Love and Relationship Podcast was born and we welcome you to this podcast and we hope you completely enjoy. It's all about self-love, it's all about us tapping into our own power and not relying on other people to make us happy, but relying on self to make us ourselves happy and using the other person as a springboard to bring that happiness and that love together and creating the best life you can together. And that's what we're here for. We wanna give you our experiences what not to do what we've done and we have miserably fouled at times in wow. our relationships <laughs> and the stuff that we found actually works and I think it's really good like what I really appreciate about what we do here is the fact that you have a male perspective and you have a female and um, that's the part that I think is like really crucial to this because you know females see things so differently to how um, males see things so I can say something And Michael will be like, well, actually, from a man's point of view, and I feel the same. And I think that's what really brings the goodness here. And uh, we're just so uh, we're so upfront. And once we get going, there's no stopping us.
0: Oh god, no. Oh god. I love it. Yeah, Um, it's brilliant. So today's topic is very interesting because again, a lot of people are looking for love, a lot of people are looking to share their life with somebody um you know they're looking to build something so the question that we have to ask ourselves is how do you know if someone's for you or not ah um, um,
1: <laughs> it's a good question hey michael it, and it I, is a
0: good question and
1: you know what i would have answered you know what i would you know what i would have answered michael beforehand i would have answered in how it feels and now mm-hmm. Michael has come along and said to me, "Ah, ah, ah, the feeling will change all the time, and I've really got to learn this um, because I, I'm a female and I go by my feelings. I'm led by my emotions more than anything." Well, you guys
0: else. change your emotions all the time. All and it's the not time. To ever attack women, but it's to acknowledge that a yes. woman's emotions change like frequently. Yes, yes.
1: Especially if you're not like if if you're like, I want to say there's a difference with a woman who's in personal development to a woman who's not in personal development. Mm -hmm. A woman in personal development will not have those emotions all over the place because she's been she's been really um, delving into that. Yeah. And she's been grounded. She understands and she's taught herself not to do that. So when her emotions try and take over, she'll be able to um, take control of that. Because she's able to control her thoughts, her emotions, and she knows how to guide herself. But a woman who's not, and I'm going to say not just a woman, I'm going to say just a female, because we could be speaking, I know if there's a 20-year-old, 21, Mm. 22-year-old, not saying you're not a woman, but you're a young lady because you're growing into a woman and that's not being disrespectful in any way because I have a young I have a young daughter who's twenty years old and I don't and to me she's a young lady who's growing and in time will gain her wisdom and her experiences. But for now she is a young lady. And there is a difference, a massive difference between your 20s and 30s to your 30s and 40s. I mean, the experience will teach you so much. So you think you know everything between your 20s and 30s. And I know I thought I knew everything. Don't tell me nothing. I know. Um, And then when I got into my 30s, I realized, "Mm, you really didn't know. And when I got into my 40s, I really realized. That I don't
0: know. know and I think that's that. what's interesting about it, though, because even when you look at like female nature, they're, they're naturally hardwired to be emotional beings. They're naturally hardwired that way. Yeah. And that's why when you said being led by your emotions, we'll start with that point.
1: Yeah, let's start with that point, Michael, because it's a the great The problem is, is
0: I always try to tell a lot of women, women that I talk to, speak to, oh, I'm emotional and it's just that way or like they'll try to justify being emotional, which is fine. But I always ask them, where has it gotten you in your dating life? Not very far. And they'll sit there and be like, you know what? I never, because I said, when you look at all the guys you've dated or even men too, like we'll look at it like men are not led by their emotions, but like we'll, we'll similar when you make these emotional decisions where has it gotten you nowhere it's gotten you with a bunch of exes constant breakups constant heartache but yet you're continuing on the same dating pattern because of how you feel so michael talk to
1: us what do we do about this give me give us your side of it
0: okay fair enough okay so to to make better decisions and this is why we talk about a vetting process right You need to know who you are first so you're not led by your emotions. Because even if you meet someone, let's say I meet a girl named Sally, right? If I know myself and I know what my principles, my values are, what I stand for, what I want,
1: Mm -hmm. and I meet
0: this beautiful woman named Sally, but Sally doesn't align with anything that I want, I can walk away from that. But a lot of times we'll get, because we're emotionally invested, let's say Sally gives me great conversation. Sally's really good looking, right? So there's a lot of ego boost in me to say, well, Sally's really good looking. And then I'll look past a few things when that's the problem, right? What happens is, is I have a vetting process, but then I meet Sally and then the vetting process goes away. Right. No, it shouldn't go away. It should be even stronger when I meet Sally So I don't get led by emotions because let's say Sally's like, Hey, I'm a smoker. I like to party. Um, You know, and I don't mind posting sexy photos on Instagram. That doesn't align with me, but because I'm in my emotions as a man, let's say, or like, she's so pretty. I'm going to be like, Oh, whatever. Who cares? I'll go date Sally. Yeah. And how long is that going to last? Michael? And it's not going to last because it's going to end up fading out, but it's the same thing with women. They'll date a guy oh man, like Chad makes me feel so good. You know, he brings this side out of me. That's that's cool. But what do you and Chad have in common? Mm. How does Chad complement your life? And when you ask them that question, they don't even have an answer. Absolutely. Oh, he just makes me feel good. Yeah.
1: Well, that's not going to get you very far in life. <laughs> for no, sure. but think
0: about it. Like, let, let's yeah. let's open the box. How do you build a life with someone off of? They just make me feel good.
1: Well, this when is you're a dating thing I saw, with purpose, like, yeah. If you, I mean, like when you are dating, like you said, get to know yourself first. Because when you, like you just said, if you're not dating with purpose and you and you're throwing your, like, let's say, let's say you're not dating with purpose. Let's go. Let's start there. Sure. So, so you have no purpose behind it. So you meet somebody you don't know your values, you don't know what you really want. You just kind of like you don't kind waiting. of. Yeah, you're throwing the dart and just hoping it lands somewhere. Yeah, you're, you're firing the gun and just hoping it goes anywhere. There's no actual um, what's it target. called? There's
0: target. No target to go.
1: There's no target to go for. Now this could this now this principle goes for life in general, like with goals that you're going for, your desires. Um, when you're when you're taking a journey somewhere, if you don't, if you get in your car and you don't know where you're going, where are you going? You're just
0: gonna waste, waste gas. You're just gonna
1: waste gas. Yes, you can go for a little drive around and but you'll know the area you're driving around, so really you do know where you're going. So everything should have an aim to it. So you're getting into a relationship. What What do you want? Like literally, what do you want? You don't. If you don't know that, you go into a relationship. Like myself, like Michael, like we've experienced, it doesn't go very far because as we go along, we start to realize. Hang on a sec. This person. Wants this, I don't want that. They want that, and I want, and they don't want that, but I want that. Um, it could be anything, whatever it is that that sits with you. And that's why we've come to this, this understanding through our experiences that it's so important to understand you and what you want out of a relationship. If you want somebody who is very uh let's say you want you want somebody as a woman, you want someone who's there who sp- who calls you every single morning without a doubt you want him to call you every single morning and and you don't and you've realized that you've got with this guy and he never actually calls you or texts you at any point but you go yeah but when I'm with him you feel I feel good with him so you're sacrificing your wants and your desires because he makes you feel good when you see him but in between that you're sitting there going out of your head because you're like well he hasn't called me hasn't texted me so why not go for somebody and have that that in place to say, well, this is what I want. And you express that. I really do like to have somebody message me in the morning. Or you start the trend. You message them. And if they start messaging you back, then you speak about it. and say, you know what? I really enjoy this. I love having you text me in the morning. And then they continue because you voiced it and they want the same thing as you. Then there's one tick in as such that you can say, okay, cool. This person is, acts, is actually... I'm trying to remember, I'm trying to get the word here. I don't want to say it wrong. Reciprocation.
0: Reciprocation. No, exactly. No, I love that you said that. But you see, what, what's interesting about what you said, we also have to understand there's a difference between liking something and wanting something. You said, right. so I'm going to touch on what she said. She said, oh, I like it when a guy texts me in the morning. That's a like, but it's different if you say, I need this. Right. You see what I'm saying? Like, I need that in my relationship. Because our likes change. every. I could say I like ketchup one day, 10 years from now, I hate ketchup. Mm. You see what I'm saying? So Mm. a need is like you cannot go without it. Yeah. So it's like if you date somebody, you need to be able to explain to them what your needs are. Not your likes. Likes are just like, oh, I like to go for walks and dinner dates. Cool. But what I need to like stay in a relationship with you, that's different. Mm. So, yeah, um,
1: absolutely. No, I agree with that. Totally agree with that.
0: But that's the thing. I think when we, the problem with dating today also, and, um, to figure out if someone's for you or not, you need to date with purpose. Mm. That's the problem. No one's dating with, as Anthea said, they're just winging it. They're just throwing a dart at the board and hoping it lands in the middle. Like, and then you wonder why your dating life sucks you need to date with purpose and purpose means like, okay, let's say you're marriage minded. Why are you going on dates with guys that don't want marriage?
1: Right. And these are, hey. these are like core
0: principles here. Yeah. Right? These are like yeah, core, principles or, like you're are a, core or, principles. or you're a guy and you're dating girls that don't want to have kids, but you yeah. want kids.
1: And I'll give you a good example of what you just said about marriage. Like, as for as as long as I remembered I did like I was always sitting on the fence if I wanted to get married or not I didn't the idea of it didn't really sit with me and then sometimes it would be like well actually it'll be nice you know when you get into conversations with your female friends yeah you think oh that'll be nice and then I'll go back to and I go no I don't so I never really knew so every time I got in a relationship I wasn't clear I wasn't clearing myself, but what was my reflection? And this is another thing I wanna talk about in a second is reflection, because you think about it, everything is a mirror reflection of what you want anyway, as in, um, as in if you're looking, if you are very clear and you're on target to what you're going for and you want somebody for marriage, then you're more likely to attract somebody that wants marriage too. But if you're going in there aimlessly, you have no idea, I don't know if I want marriage, I don't know if I want kids, I don't know if I I want or if I desire my man to be taking me out, I don't know if I wanna go on holiday, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Guess who you're gonna attract? Somebody who doesn't know. And then what's gonna happen is, because so many people do this and play the victim blame game, is blame the other person for so you not getting what you want. And how many times have I seen this and have you seen this, Michael, where people will blame the other person for not getting what they want, but they haven't stated what they want. They've just gone in there aimlessly, no focus, no no um, no aim to nothing, but then expect to get what they want. Mm. But they don't even
0: know what they want. That's the thing at all. Like, so yes. it's like you can't even voice what you want when you don't even know what you, know want. What you that's, want. That's Exactly. The, ending caveat so i think like that's the problem with modern dating is there's no intention right there's just let me wing it let me see how it shakes out like no i'm not saying on the first date you just vomit all of this stuff but (laughs) um, because that would scare a person away obviously but i'm saying saying at least after two or three dates and you have and you know you're like okay like this this is a thing like At that point, you need to acknowledge taking the next step of what are your needs and wants. And we'll do a podcast on it. Me and Anthea will cover needs and wants or needs versus wants um, or likes versus needs. But at that point, you would discuss with the person, hey, I want marriage, kids, X, Y, Z. Mm -hmm. So then within that time frame, you give the person an opportunity to say, hey, I want those things too. Let's move forward or B. I'm not really about that. I got to go this way. But a lot of times where the mistake is being made is the person will try to convince the person to want what they want. Yes. Instead of just yes. accepting what the person said. Yes. I don't want what you want. Cool. No problem. Keep the boat moving.
1: I'm going to tell you a little story here that just resonates with what we're speaking. Hang about on a here. second.
0: Before we uh, do that. Because Anthony has given us story time. So go right
1: ahead. Go right ahead. So um, there's somebody that I knew for many years. And she she met somebody at quite, I think I'd say, I think it was her late 20s. And when she met this guy, she led by her feelings. And they were both got together. And he didn't want children because he had children. And she wanted children. And she thought that over time, she can get him to change his mind so she continued with the relationship now 15 years down the line they're in lockerheads, and they had been for a while because she wanted kids and she's saying listen my biological clock is ticking and he's like well i told you from the beginning she's like yeah but you're we're together so why wouldn't you give me what i want he said because i don't want that i've got that already and it crumbled, absolutely crumbled. But 15 years of thinking that you can change somebody's mind, that will just show you and prove it will not happen. It won't happen. You can't change someone's mind. If you're set, they don't want children. I And I can, the reason why I brought that story up is because I know myself, one thing that I've always known is that after I had my two children, I was done. I knew that that was it for me. I didn't want any more children. If it happens by an accident, I don't care. It doesn't matter which way round, whatever would happen, I'm not having any more children. So one thing I was very, and always been very clear about, if you want to be with me, We're not happy. I don't want children. That's a similar.
0: I I I will touch on something very interesting. And I don't mean to stop you there. I think that's up for debate. Not your situation, but I think it's up for debate because you'll hear of, let's say, a woman's with a guy for like 10 years, right? And she's like, I don't want kids. I don't want kids. The guy's like, I want kids, right? Let's say they separate. And this has happened. We see it. The girl goes off, meets the man of her dreams. And she'll have his baby.
1: So that's how you know that person wasn't for you.
0: <laughs> but, that, but that's what I'm saying. Like you see, what's interesting though, there was, she was with a like, and this is a real story. It's Young Jeezy and Jenny Ma. She was with a guy for a long time. He wanted kids. She was like, no, 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 no. She broke up with him. Met a rapper named Young Jeezy. Married him. She's having his baby. But you see what I'm saying? Like it's always up for because it's like when you know it's your guy. You are willing to have that his baby. But you see, in in that scenario that you've given us, they were never meant for each other at all. So him giving that is like, no. But you know that if it's your person, you're willing to give that. Even though you might not want it for me, you're willing to give it. If they were like, hey, I want to have your baby. You're like, I don't really want to. But for you, I'll do it.
1: But I've seen that happen as well, where someone has i have actually experienced, not myself experienced it, but people around me, where someone has done that um, because they felt, they felt, again, felt that it was the right person for them, Mm -hmm. had the baby, and then the guys left them. True. And she's there by herself. And it's like...
0: (sighs) Well, let's be honest. Your vetting process, a lot of times because... It all depends on intent. Was she thinking of having the kid to keep the guy? It's all about intent. You see well, what I'm saying? So, so
1: the story, okay. So the story behind it was they were together and he had stated many times that he wants to have a child. She stated yeah. many times, I don't want, she's already had two children, doesn't yeah. want any more children. So anyway, two years down the line, they finally split up because they were like, all right, he wants yeah, children. doesn't." Right. So a year apart, they realized they wanted to be together. Um, they get back together because they were like can't really don't want to live without each other like really mm-hmm. want to be together Um, and she's turned around and said listen I'm now I'm willing to give you a baby like I love you that much and I want to be mm-hmm. with you so I'm willing to give you a baby so that's what happened and through whatever circumstances whatever took place in their personal life they're no longer together now she has a small child and I'm not saying she, obviously she loves that baby she's obviously like she's her mother but She didn't want that to start with. And she didn't want it. She'd done it because she's sacrificing her needs and her desires to satisfy somebody else. That's why they just don't do it. I will add a
0: caveat, though, to that. The the question becomes is they obviously had problems because they split up. But the question becomes is did they fix their problem when they reconnected? Because if she came in with the intent of thinking that they could have the baby to fix the relationship, now the intent's wrong
1: no they had the 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 problem what the only problem that had because they were like the, the best of the best together the problem was that he wanted kids and she didn't and that yeah, was yeah the then,
0: then then you walk away yeah then you completely walk away but then,
1: then she came back to say I'm ready and I'm willing
0: no. see so she lied to herself like she pretty much coerced herself into thinking that um you see and that's why on this podcast we talk about these things because it's to help make you guys stay aware that being led by your feelings or being caught up by someone's looks because a lot of times, yo, it's all happened. We meet someone, they're so good looking, you're like, Oh, and it leads you down this rabbit hole of breakups, um, having a kid. Mm. It just doesn't work. So, you know, I'm gonna tell a story of myself. Um know. You know, here, but let's say, let's say, let's say <laughs> Sally and Chad, right. Sally was always feeling Chad and they were like neighbors. Right. And they were always feeling each other. Right. So then eventually, um, you know, they start talking, start vibing, everything. Right. They start with the bedroom fun. No commitment, though. She wants it from him, but he told her, hey, I don't want a relationship, but he's treating her like they are in one. But with men, you have to understand that if we are really into you, we will claim you quick. If we are really into you... Let me say that again, just just for people that that might have missed it. As a man, if you really want a woman, you claim her quick because you do not want anyone else to have her. He never claimed her. He kept the bedroom fun, but never claimed her. And then she figured... Let me try to convince him. I'm going to do the dishes. I'm going to wash his clothes. I'm going to do everything to prove to him that that I, should, that I want his commitment. You shouldn't prove anything to anybody. That's what people are trying to do. So then they're here exhausting their resources. here trying to prove to somebody, hey, pick me but they should naturally be. be picking you exactly you and again i'm gonna being a pick me is not a good thing Mm-mm. because you're like pick me pick me no what happens is is i'm gonna use um one of my good friends saying place yourself in a position to be chosen mm. what you mean by that is work on yourself don't sit there trying to prove the person calling them texting in bedroom fun cooking them, doing all these things No. Spend time with them, hang out with them. But if they're not choosing you, off jump. If they're not like, hey, I want to claim you quick, then you need to walk away. Relationships are not a proving ground to see, oh, are you right for me or not? It's more of a space to see who complements my life and who doesn't. Mm -hmm. Because this guy, Chad, never complimented her life in any shape, way, or form zero. They had great bedroom fun. They had a good time, but there was no plan. And you see, it fell through. She was devastated, depressed for months on end because she wasn't dating with purpose. She was caught up with looks. She didn't do the internal healing. This is why I say going to therapy or healing is so important. And then she was dating out of brokenness. And I'm not meaning brokenness out of a negative terminology, but I meant like, she hasn't healed over a previous ex, even before that one. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm saying that before you even ask the question to find out if someone's for you or not, you even need to even know if you're even ready for that. Yes. Yes. Because you could still have lingering feelings for an ex. You could still have lingering trauma. You could have lingering tra- trauma from childhood. You need to know, you need to ask yourself, am I even ready to receive? Yes. Because a lot of times we have no problem giving. You'll help a friend out, you'll do this, you'll do that, but can you receive that type of love?
1: Yeah. And I think that's that's such a big question there, Michael. Can you receive that type of love? And so many people actually are not can't receive it because they're not they're ready dead. for it. They're like, not ready no because they haven't healed to so they haven't healed yeah. to be able to receive it in the first place.
0: And it's okay to to, to admit that you're not healed, but deal with it. Yeah, absolutely. Take really your time.
1: Really. Yeah, there's no... And this is the thing. People think they've got to rush and they run out of time. There's, time doesn't run out. The time is actually made up. It's man-made. It's not actually real. So you're not going to run out of time. Take your I'm going to say time even though I just said it's not real take your time and take whatever it needs for you to go through that healing process and you will know you will know when you're ready because you'll be very clear on yourself and when you meet the person I don't think yeah I think you know what Michael what I've got to understand or what I've experienced when you know you know and people said that to me before and said and I said, "What do you mean when you know you know? It's like it's a homecoming feeling. Like you just know. Like you, you see that person, and you just know. Well, it's not like you don't have to question it. There's no yeah. Like, you don't um,
0: second guess it. Like it's just
1: yeah. It's just there. Second
0: nature, a hundred percent. But I think yes. you only get there once you Ooh, heal. He needs- because Absolutely. if you haven't healed, and again, I'm gonna say this as a as a gem. I wish I had like a gem sound, uh, which I don't." <laughs> But I wish I had, like, a, a little gem sound there. <laughs> but you need to understand that when you haven't healed and you operate from a place of brokenness, everybody looks like the one.
1: Yeah, that's so true, right? Oh, my goodness, Michael. Can you do a boom on that one, please?
0: <laughs> I wish I could, man. I wish I had, like, a boom. But you know what? I got. Hang on. All I could do is just literally just give you this. Hallelujah. Because, and again, I'm going to say it again. When you haven't healed and you operate from a place of brokenness, everybody looks like the one. Very and a lot of people don't understand them. Okay. Oh, this person looks good. Oh, they look good. They look good. They look good. But they're not good for you. Mm. You see, there's a, there's a difference in correlation. Someone could be good, but are they good for you?
1: And you get to know that. I think over like in the first few weeks, you know, you get yeah. to know. I mean, uh, maybe it takes a little bit longer than a few weeks because it depends on how much you see them and how much interaction yeah. you've you You suss okay. it
0: out.
1: You suss it out. You just know. And I mean, like, I've, and the thing is, one thing I want to say here, and I know you're going to agree here, how many times have we gone against our gut feeling when we know, but we just stay in it because we think, oh no, we can make this work. And I know like, um, I know in one of my relationships that I had stayed single for, for, I think it was around two or three years or maybe three years, I think I was single. So when I met this person, I was so determined to make it work, knowing, knowing through my core being he wasn't for me, just knowing that. But because I'd been single for so long and it got, and I met him, I was like, and the circumstances that took place to the, how I met him, I was like, there's no way that he's not for me. I've got to get past myself. I've got to get over myself. Stop looking at the things that you don't like. fear, you know, you're not... Just listen to, just like, don't listen to that gut. You know that that's not being true to you. You can make this work, it can work. And I convinced myself and convinced myself to the point I become miserable because I was so unhappy in this relationship, but I was trying to convince myself that it was this, otherwise he wouldn't have come my way. So See, don't He was be good, but he
0: wasn't good for you.
1: He wasn't good for me. I mean, I don't know who he was good for.
0: So. No, but you see what I'm saying, though? Like, like when you know where you stand, you're yeah. able to vet what is for you and what isn't for you. So, like, yeah. I'll give a beautiful example. If you love to travel, traveling is a need for you. That's me. <laughs> right? Like, that is part of your genetic makeup. Yes. You dating somebody that likes to stay very... um. In their close not in their, their own space, but or it's comfortable being a homebody, yeah. That's not going to work for you. No, and that's me.
1: And that, you know, one of my things is you don't like to travel. See you later. Because yeah,
0: they don't compliment your life. It doesn't no. mean that they're bad. No. And we want to make that very clear. Doesn't mean they're a bad person, but no. they don't complement your life. Yeah. So why are you trying to make them? You can't make
1: somebody – This is, I think this is our whole point, right? You cannot make somebody do what you want or be who you want them to be. They're going to be who they are, and you've got to be who you are. You come together, and you have a explosion in energy, let's say, in the sense of you have a vision, a set vision together. Yes, they're going to have different lives – absolutely one's going to be doing one thing in their life. one's going to do the other thing in their life. But you know when you're coming together and you are actually walking in the same di- same direction, as Michael said, you both like to travel. You both like to go to the best restaurants. You both like to go shopping in a particular place. You, yeah, you want kids, you want
0: marriage. You guys
1: kind of want the same thing. Yeah, you want kids, you want marriage. You both say, oh, I want to get married abroad. Um yeah. You know, I want three children. He wants three children. It's like, oh... You know, you say, oh, I want two. And he says, well, I want three. You think, oh, yeah, I wouldn't mind three, actually. You know, the fact that, you know, it just kind of like it's on the same track. You're aligning yourself with your needs, your wants and your desires through another person. Mm -hmm. And that's what it is. You're literally aligning yourself. Now, if you're out of alignment and every part of that, not every part, but a lot of part of that relationship is not in alignment with what your wants, your needs, your desires, then what's going to happen? Can it turn into and blossom into
0: something beautiful? It never will because because once you get past and again and and they say this about all relationships. In the first three months, it's like the giddy, butterfly, tickly feeling. It's new, it's fresh, you're excited. But once you get past that three month marker, shit gets real. Yeah, for sure. So now you start seeing like the person on their good days, their not so good days. You start to see how they operate and move mm. at that point. So then you, you know, you're able to be like, like that's why a lot of relationships you'll see they fizzle out after three months. Yeah. But that's why in the beginning you need to make whoa, your intentions whoa. very genuine off rip. Mm. I say sure. second or third date, <laughs> you need to establish, Hey, I like you. I'm interested where do you want this to go? Or what do you want this to be? Um, usually that will come from the female side. And then the guy will just say, we're together. Mm. Um, or sometimes you take like two weeks or whatever. But again, at the end of the day, and you see why this podcast is so self-focused, because you can't ask the question of how do you know who's for me if you don't even know what you want, and right. what your principles and what your stuff is first. Right before you bring someone else into that fool right so like i'll put myself out there and say when i if i'm looking for a woman right i'm not gonna demand these things but i'm looking at pacific targets i'm looking at is she like let's say we go out to dinner is she friendly is she nice to the waitress Does she tip? Does she tip the waitress? Obviously, I'll pay for dinner, but there'll be sometimes she might pay. Does she tip the waitress? Is she nice and polite? Friendly. That box is checked. Wonderful. Great. We can move forward. If not, don't really want to deal with her. Is she combative? So is she always trying to be right? If we have an argument or just is she always trying to be right? If she's always trying to be right and she's combative and she's yelling, that's a no-go. If she's peaceful when we have disagreements, great, we can move forward. Does she lead with femininity? I don't want a masculine chick. I don't want a boss babe. I don't want like I don't want none of that. I want a girl that leads with femininity, and what I mean by that is she's graceful with everything she does. She's not trying to be masculine. When she talks to me, it's very feminine. When we interact, it's very feminine. When she deals with everyone, she leads with that. She is a female. You see, in this day and age, a lot of people are like gender roles are stupid and like things like that. No, you're a, I'm a male. She's a female. End of story. Period. End of story. Why are we? Dis- well, why is this even up for discussion? Yeah.
1: And I, do you know what was interesting that I heard on um, I think it was another podcast? Someone said. Um, they wait to find out how masculine the man is and how he shows his masculine before they show their feminine. Now, we
0: attitude. discussed this. We did I discuss would, it, Okay, yeah. we
1: discussed this. And that to me is like, whoa, listen, be who you are. And if you are a masculine woman, then that's, that's who you are. But you're going to look for somebody of a like. Um,
0: but no guy's like, going to want that. No guy, yeah. no masculine man is going to want a masculine woman. He's just not. Yeah, I hear that. And that's what I mean. Like, for me, that's why I check those boxes off. I look for those things. Is Mm. she fun? Mm. Those are things, like, this is what I look for as a man. Yeah,
1: absolutely. It's like, you know, does someone make you laugh? If that's something, like, to me, if you can't make me laugh, then (laughs) what am I going to do around you? Because I I like like you laugh. laugh?
0: Yeah. but, But, like, again, and... Again, we'll we'll put it out there and I'll ask Anthea when you are looking at a guy, what qualities do you look at beyond looks?
1: Um well, I mean, when you say qualities, I mean you mean as in um, like you see how
0: I named off like feminine, friendly, agreeableness, non-combative. Yes, like I what suppose, do you look yes, at look from a female point right. of view?
1: So I look for it's got to be masculine. Got what to is be, masculine
0: to you like, though? Like masculine
1: you're- to is somebody who they see me holding a, picking up a shopping bag and they don't allow me to do that. They take the shopping bag off me. So they um, take charge.
0: They take, they take you don't have to ask. For- they just.
1: They just do it. They just um, do it. that I'm not well, let's say, he comes and puts a blanket over me and makes sure that I'm good. He's assertive towards me. He listens to what I'm saying, makes me laugh. He is agreeable with what I say, too. If everything I say, he goes, no, 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 then I'm not interested again. Um, there's, uh, I'm trying to think what else. It's a good question, Michael. But see, that's why we have
0: to ask these questions because it's like the the the, the, the broader you know, it's like, well, what do i look for because let's say hypothetically you were looking for marriage right let's say hypothetically yeah. what qualities would you need that man to have for you to say yes
1: right yeah so like he would have to he would have to have um be building his own empire as such so i like that's one thing for me that if somebody is in a if they're in like um, a nine-to-five job and that's just where they want to be, which there's nothing wrong with that in any way, shape, Mm -hmm. or form, no. If you're building your empire, you're building your own businesses, you're getting to know your impersonal development is massive for me. Another one for me is like, I want to be able to discuss the law of attraction and you get some kind of understanding of personal development and the law of attraction. Um... Yeah, no more. Don't want kids. Definitely don't want kids. Okay. But qualities. I don't know if that's not really a quality, is it? So a um, quality. Like for so you to
0: say yes. Like, would you be like, like obviously masculine, but I meant like security. Would that fall in? Like, is that important yes, yes, to yes. you? Yes, can't
1: feel um, secure within the relationship. Extremely. So that's secure. like
0: financially. That's. Yeah. So like I mean, what would you look at if like like what would it take for you to say yes to somebody? Like what boxes would need to be checked for you to say yes? Definitely financial. Okay. Ooh, see, that's and good actually,
1: one. I'm gonna say financial, but at the same time, I'm gonna say doesn't have to be financially stable today, as long as I know you're building on yourself. Okay. That's definitely so for that's me. one, yeah. Um, they got to be agreeable.
0: Okay. So what do you mean by agree? Like you, you don't want a yes man, but you want someone that challenges you, but he's still willing to like wiggle room and be like, Oh, okay. I get it.
1: Well, I don't want him to be putting me down and saying everything that I Fair say enough. is wrong is what I'm trying to say. So if everything I say turns around and says, Oh no, I don't agree with that. 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 Well,
0: what do we so, agree? So, on you want under- so you want understanding.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Understanding I need to go and find my list because it's I so
0: don't cover to me. <laughs> yeah, so that's two. Oh, good time. <laughs> Great podcast. And it's the she wants yeah, So that's two. <laughs> yes. And what's the third one? Can I we'll, help we'll you? Leave it at three.
1: Um, let me think, Michael. Goodness, I get put on the spot and I go blank. Why is this? Um Sorry, can we not talk about
0: me <laughs> yeah, that's fine you know what i will okay i since i know anthea very well and she can disagree with you. me or not thank you i would say a third one for her is she wants leadership
1: yes thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you yes
0: and what yes. i mean by that is like a man that's willing to lead and she's like i'll get on your program where are we going and he has like a direction he's mapped out like yo, this is what we're doing. We're going to travel. We're going to do some speaking events. We're going to do some events. Like, she wants leadership. So, Anthea named it financial, uh, cooperation, like like being understanding, and leadership. So, those are her top three. But you see, for every woman, it's going to be different. But at the end of the day, you see, she has a baseline. And this is what's important. To know who's for her and what's not. So why would you ever go against that? I'm not saying a list. Because a lot of people say, oh, make a list of your perfect guy. They're never going to check all your boxes. They're never going to check every single one. But at <laughs> least if you can have a core like baseline of what you are not willing to like move on, it can help you. Like as Anthony said, she's not moving on the kids thing.
1: Yeah. I'm so not, moving
0: so, on then you, so then you know... To never move forward with her because she's not doing it. Right? So it's the same thing, like, as a man or as a woman, you need to figure out what your core principles are first before you ask that question of how do I know if someone's for me or not? Now, you're never going to 100% know everything about the person because time will reveal some things, but you should at least know the core things. Who they are as a person where they stand on certain principles. Some people, religion keeps them apart. Yeah. Some people, it's like some people, what will keep them apart is let's say like you're a man and you're like, hey, I don't want my girl showing off skin and and doing all these things on Instagram and she's about that life. Don't try to change her. Just accept it for what it is that she's not about that life.
1: Yeah. Unless she comes to you and says, you know what? I've really, really, really fallen for you in the sense of, I love everything about you. Oh, then she get it right. Understood. Yeah, then she says, you know, I, I I understand that I don't like you don't like these things, and I actually I was only doing it because I was single, but now that I've met you, I'm not interested. I and mean, then that's different, you know. But if well, she's, because,
0: say, <laughs> it's funny though because women understand, and you guys know this, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. What principles are like? What qualities are marriage qualities, and which ones are not? And you know that putting yourself out there like that is not a good marriage quality. No. You're most guys. You're going to be disqualified.
1: Yeah, and I, I don't think a lot of I don't think a lot of females get that or understand that because of this whole woman power. I do what yeah. I want. I'm boss woman. Yeah, do what
0: I- you want. But do it alone. <laughs> do it alone.
1: <laughs> do a you thing, you're going to continue your life by yourself. And, uh, and this is another subject, like the boss. Yeah, I mean, we, we have spoken sure. about it. Yeah. But knowing, like, you know, what we're saying is, and how do you know someone is for you? you? You get to know through knowing what you want. And once you know what sure. you want, then you can take that time out to understand what they want. And I know I just stumbled massively just now. Um, No, no, uh, you know what? It's it's great. It's perfect.
0: It's perfect. Um, But you see, (laughs) that. And I'm going to add something here, which I think is going to make a great conversation for me and Anthea. The reason why we're telling you guys to know who you are first before you start dating, it's so you don't go out there and cause trauma. Because what a lot of people do is what they like to do is test drive the cars. But people's hearts are not cars, guys. So what they're doing is they're going on dates with people, dating different people, and testing them out. If you know someone's not for you, don't date them. Because all you're going to do is leave heartbreak behind. Oh, you're not for me. You guys have been together, let's say, three months, two months, sleeping together, sharing intimate details. And then you break up with them when you clearly knew from the jump that they weren't for you. And then now what you've done is you've just justified your bad behavior and broken this person's heart when you could have just saved them all the heartache and not date them together altogether. So I don't believe in test driving people's hearts, man. That's why we here on this podcast want to make things very clear so people can date better. So they're not doing that because I feel bad. Sometimes I've dated some people I know I should have never been with or slept with them, but it's like, I knew that, but because I was so selfish or 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 acting in a level of ignorance, I still move forward with it. And then look at the hurt and pain I've caused that individual. Obviously they've healed from it, but it could have been avoided if I would have made a better decision.
1: And you know what, I just, I just what you just said, test drive their heart, Oof, that's big. It's so, it's really big because it's true. So many people test drive someone's heart. And why why you know if you know that they're not in alignment with your wants needs and values and desires go walk
0: it's, yeah because it's, they don't care about the damage they do that's the thing so like let's it. call what it is they don't care about the yeah. damage they cause
1: and if somebody's like you know i'm a quite uh, i'm a very aware and conscious person so to when I do things, I'm very aware of what I'm doing, and I'm I'm aware of my thought process and how um my emotions are behind that, and I'm very aware. But if I come across somebody who's not aware or doesn't uh, act, even if they're aware, they don't care. See, I will care about how I treat somebody, what things I say. I'm I, I'm I care. Sometimes I think I care too much, if there's such thing. Um, but then if I come across somebody who's not like that then i need to be aware again it's not for them because they will take what they can because that's what people do they will do what they need to do to get what they want and you're going to happen to be that person that the heart is being test drived there and it's a no-no. That's why you've got to be respectful of you and know you and love on you first so you can say, no, I'm not having that. That's not for me. Mike had mentioned, and um, I think I don't know, it was on the last podcast, he said a lady, a girl that he had met um, previous, uh, not too long ago, um, and they had like a – it was a connection between them or a sexual uh, – yeah. yeah, and then she said they went to go out on a date and he – and then they were going to go out on the date and then she said, oh, actually, I want to be friends. Now, yeah. Michael, because he respects himself, because he has his values, because he knows who he is, he turned around and said, well, it's not for me. Now, she tried to cuss him out shame for language. that and shame, shame her. But no, why should you be shamed for that? At the end of the day, what? I'm going to get into a relationship with you, be miserable, you're going to be miserable, and we'll just have a miserable life. No! We're here- well, no,
0: she... she- she wanted a friendship, and then if you even if we got into the relationship, it's like you didn't now you don't even want it, so it's like it, now you don't, even,
1: exactly. it wouldn't work, it wouldn't work. And even if you and if she said, Oh, you know what, actually, no. let's have a let's just give it a try, then nope. you don't want someone who just gives it a try. You want somebody who Michael has said multiple times has chosen you, and you want someone that's
0: high desire, like that's someone. That, like, you're their first option. You want yeah. high desire. You're going to have, like, high desire. Medium is like, I don't know. Let's give it a try. And then the bottom one is no. Yeah. So you want someone that sees you up here that's, like, high desire. Like, I want you. She's picking you. And she's like, I, that's what I want.
1: Exactly. exactly. And
0: I think a exactly. lot of times, even in relationships, people don't pick what they want. They pick what they need. Yeah. Isn't that true? So a lot of times you'll see people entertain bad people because they'll need, like, that bad person, not bad, as in, let's say, but they have bad qualities because nobody's fully bad, they just have bad qualities. Um, So they're never fully bad, but, like, she loves the fact that from time to time he makes her feel good, but, like, the rest of it, it's trash. So they're addicted to trauma. You see? So a lot of those things really have to be looked at and assessed um, when you're making these decisions because it, it shouldn't be a light decision that you make. And you know, to end the podcast off here, why I said stop test driving people's hearts, it's because what you're doing is you're treating your heart like it's like a two-star motel. You're like, anybody can fucking stay here. Excuse my language. Usually I don't swear, but you're like, anybody can stay here. It's It's a two-door motel. That's what you're treating your heart like, right? When you should be treating yourself like a 10-star hotel, like, yo, you need to have certain qualities to stay here. Like, we don't just accept anybody here. But I feel that no, a well, lot of people, they'll just, a motel, anybody could afford to stay at a motel. And you treat your heart as such. So you just let everybody come, come, come to my motel. Come stay here. The, like, any, but it's, it's a bit like, like your
1: home, isn't it, Michael? You wouldn't yes. just, you wouldn't open the door and say, anyone come into my home or anyone come asleep in my bed. But um, then why yeah. do you
0: do that with your heart? You see what I'm saying? Why
1: do you do that with your heart then? Exactly. 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 There's no need for it. Actually, no need for it. We need to protect our heart, protect our wants, protect our desires, and know what we're about at the end of the day.
0: It's not even protecting. It's being aware, as you said. And, like, because when you – like, it doesn't mean that you should never stop being loving and caring. You should always hold that. But I'm saying you should be aware of what works for you and what doesn't. Sorry, you don't work for me. So, again, guys, thank you very much for joining us. We had a great time today. We will see you guys next week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And, um, you know, it's been a pleasure, man. It's always a pleasure to be able to talk with you guys and have a great time and being able to do these conversations. And hopefully you guys take something away from it. So we will see you next Monday.
1: Monday. Lots
0: of love. Which is December which is just before December. Yeah. Just before December. So goodness. Wow. Already. So we will see you guys then.
1: And have a fantastic weekend, everyone. Take care.
0: Take care.